0: Peterson, and this is Enhanced Life with Music, The Layperson's Guide to Enjoying Music's Benefits. I am here recording on site today, this episode at Urban Ventures in Minneapolis. I'm here with my guest, Mike Brooks. Mike is the Music Academy Director at Urban Ventures. He also runs a uh, recording studio here. Now, I understand that on stage and in music, you go by Big Mike. I do. Yeah, Big Mike is a high-energy hip-hop artist, performer, and MC who creates music with the power to appeal to broad audiences. Big Mike's dynamic stage presence and vivid lyrical content are intense, inventive, and motivational. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: The Enhanced Life with Music podcast is all about augmenting our lives with the inspiration and enrichment of music. Tell us a little bit about Urban Ventures Music Academy and how it enhances lives with music.
1: Sure, sure. Well, Urban Ventures, specifically the Music Academy, um, is designed to kind of be just a mentoring tool. Um, So we understand that through music, we can get kids or youth to do just about anything that they wouldn't usually do on their own via like talk to people in front of a a large group or anything like that come out of their comfort zone playing instruments they never played before it's really designed to kind of show kids or youth that life is unpredictable and the more you can be ready for it the the better off you will end up being we just happen to be able to use music to do that
0: And Urban Ventures does a lot of partnering with other organizations, including schools right here in the neighborhood in Minneapolis. Tell us about some of the partnerships that you do with the schools and how you pull music into that.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, One of our strongest partners is Green Central, which is a couple blocks from us.
0: And that's an elementary school?
1: Elementary school. um, The ages that we get from there up to fifth grade, and then we lose them at fifth grade. Um, Because we've had Green for three years, We've been able to kind of influence three separate grades. So now the kids that were in our first year are now going into high school. Mm. Um, That first year was kind of rough because you have kids that signed up for a class that all they know about it is you get to make music. So they don't really know what to expect. Some of them were coming expecting to like make beats or like do poetry or whatever, but you still have to get them excited about it.
0: And those are elective classes? Those are elective. It's it's, it's an after school.
1: It's kind of enrichment is what it ends up being. It's an after school enrichment program. Self-esteem is built. Um, We end up having writing uh, classes happen that lead to speaking classes, that lead to speaking with rhythm, that lead to, oh, my God, I'm rapping now. (laughs) Before they know it, they're already doing what they set out to do.
0: Neat. Now, my understanding is that you have the after-school enrichment programs that are elective, but then you've also partnered with Green to provide their music classes. Yes,
1: because they don't, and I didn't realize this at first when we first started, but not every school gets music. I don't know about you, but when I was young, I had music every day. Like Mm. I had music and gym every day of the week. Now, the kids might get gym. Okay, you know, but they're definitely not getting music because one, there's no funding for a music program in schools now mm-hmm. um they have to have teachers, they have to have equipment, they have to have all this other stuff that we have at our, to our at our disposal, so once we realized that they didn't have any music classes at all, we felt it was our responsibility to offer something that could enrich the lives of these kids and their artistic um uh aspirations so mm-hmm. to speak because until you show them that they can do stuff with music they're never going to try it mm. so now that we can show them now they're more excited and now different things are happening but yeah we didn't see them having music classes so we figured we should offer it.
0: Okay. So how do, what does that look like when you offer music classes for the school? Do they bus kids here for the music class or do you go to the school?
1: The best thing about it is two things. Number one is its proximity is like really close to us. So okay. a lot of the kids that live in the neighborhood could just walk over here. Um, but when it's during the school year like that, we bus them. So like we have vans that we have that are down at the other building And I leave from down here, drive the van to the school, pick up the kids, scratch that. We actually have a bus stop now that comes here. So it's a part of their usual school bus route. They get dropped off in the front, and we bring them back to the school.
0: Okay. And this is during the school day? This is during
1: the school, after school.
0: After school. So So, okay.
1: The... It's, it's hard for us to do their music during the school day because they already have their class schedules are kind of locked in. So okay. the best thing we could do is get in where we fit. And we fit kind of in the after school little area where it was a nice little spot where we could do some creative things with them. It okay. wasn't too um, intrusive on their home life where it's too late at night. It's not the evening classes. It's after school program. Okay. So as long as they think it's after school program, we can teach whatever we want. So okay. it ends up being on paper after school program, but when they get here, it's music classes.
0: Okay. Okay. And what percentage of kids at Green participate in those music classes, would you say?
1: It's been growing. It's been growing. The, the first year, they didn't know that we were even offering music classes, but the last couple of years, um, we've gotten more and more students interested. So I would imagine this fourth year coming up is probably going to be our biggest year with having kids in both the rap class and music lessons as well. I think it's just us being consistent with our presence in their lives, which is the important thing for youth that they see that we're not going anywhere. Mm. So now they'll probably jump on. Kids that didn't do it the first year or second year will probably do it now because they see we're still here.
0: Okay. And when kids participate in the after school enrichment classes, is that different than the summer offerings that you have? You have summer music camps that you offer too for kids, yes. right? Tell me you, about those.
1: Yeah, uh, like the one you, you observe today is um, Summer Ventures Music Camp, which is a part of Summer Ventures, but specifically music. So from one to three every year in the summer that I've been here, it's been a music camp from one to three, where the kids that we already have in camp all day come down here. And for two hours, they get straight music. Mm. So that's different. Same time frame, same amount of time, like two hours, two and a half hours. But it's different because it's summer camp. So it's a little bit more fun involved into it. Whereas during the school year, we try to get them going right away into being creative, um, into writing, you know, into whatever's going to make them a better student. Okay. They don't realize that them writing a song made it easier for them to do their next English paper or how them doing a the rap in the studio makes it easier for them to go speak in front of the class tomorrow oh. when the teacher asks them who knows the answer. Sure. So sure. they end up being better students during the school year. Uh, during the summertime, we'd have lots of fun here.
0: Okay. Now during the school year, some of those uh, classes that you do can implement what kids are learning in school, helping them remember it more like Putting uh, facts that they're trying to remember into a rap. Is that right? Yes.
1: And the biggest thing, the biggest place that we've seen it. So, of course, you're going to see it in English because they're writing. You'll see it in the language part where they have to write a whole lot. But in math, because it's sequencing, you know, like patterns and a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, okay. Like this rhymes with this and then this rhymes with that. So these two are the same and those two are the same. And then they're realizing that we count music in groups of four and 16 bars equals one verse. And okay. it ends up being like sure. a whole different thing where they came to write music and now they're learning math. Oh, Okay. So it, it's, it's sneaky.
0: What about using the lyrics of a rap?
1: The lyrics are also. So like um, I give them writing prompts and I let them... Kind of pick wherever they want to go with it as well. But they end up being able to tell really good stories. Um, fact-based, uh, fiction-based, life-based stuff where kids are having, like I, I I used the friendly five that you can write about. Most people can write about um, family, friends, food, my favorite things, and God. With mm. those five, I let them go. Okay. And so and they end up telling things about their family that you wouldn't have guessed Mm -hmm. or they end up telling things about themselves you wouldn't have guessed um vulnerable things them having trouble with reading them um having difficulties at home or them liking uh math I, i had a kid write a rap about math i had a kid write a rap about um abraham lincoln because he was trying to remember something for history class. And I'm like, you can kill two birds with one stone with that. <laughs> if you could just write about them now, you can use the same thing you write in here. You could use it for class. Sure. And it, it worked, <laughs> you know. But, yeah. yeah, it's just little sneaky ways to mentor. And before you know it, they realize later, like, oh, man, I'm really good at this now. Like, yeah. That was sure.
0: Great. Yeah. A lot of kids learn their C's by learning the alphabet song. Have, yep. you come out, have, have you had any kids come up with, with a rap to remember the periodic table or the so, multiplication table? So
1: the best rapper of all time, in my opinion, is Dr. Seuss. And Dr. Seuss. And the reason Seuss. why is because <laughs> he rhymes without trying. Sure. So not only have we done stuff like that, but we've rapped books.
0: Oh. So sweet. it's like
1: this whole rap a book karaoke thing that I do. Okay. where you get to pick a book that you like that rhymes and we'll rap it.
2: No matter okay. what it is.
1: Um one of the, one of my favorites is um the cat in the hat, of course. And <laughs> Green Eggs and Ham because those rhyme really well. Um you end up teaching them how to keep up with the beat. Um and that just using him as a way in opens the door to it for it to be educational. Okay. You use Doctor Seuss and you can go anywhere from there.
0: Okay. Do most of your students recommend or recognize Doctor Seuss right away? Of course. They're already familiar they with it. They already him. have at
1: least one book that that they know that he made so they, they are, and it always seems to be probably because we do things in movies now. Yeah. Because most of the books are now movies. So mm. either they've seen, seen The Grinch, Grinch okay. or the Cat in the Hat or something like that. But they all seem to know Dr. Seuss. Okay. There hasn't been one time where I brought him up that they didn't know who he
0: was. Okay. Now, the classes that students can take, whether it's after school enrichment, summer programming, uh, you have music classes where kids can take. Uh, group lessons, and learn a specific instrument. You have hip-hop for life class, and you also have open mic night. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the music classes. What different instruments do you offer lessons on for
1: students? So we offer lessons in piano, guitar, and drums as a specialty. So like those three, piano and guitar Primarily, but we also do some drum stuff as well. But those three instruments are our big ones. Now, all my teachers are actual musicians. They're real-world industry musicians. So they all can play a bunch of instruments. So privately, in addition to piano and guitar, there's been um, a vocal lesson here. There's been a violin. There's been some flute stuff happening. Just about any instrument that the kids come in, already know how to play, the teachers can already play it. So, yeah, we'll teach them guitar and piano, but if they have a question about something else, we can help them with that as well.
0: Okay. The Hip Hop for Life class, is that basically for teens?
1: It is artist development. The reason why is because there is no... So most teenagers that make music are trying to do it for a living. What they don't know is that nowadays when a record label wants to like sign you or whatever they want you to be ready they expect you to know how to record how to write good material how to market yourself how to brand yourself you know what your target audience is that you know about contracts so you won't sign something that's going to get you in trouble but most kids won't know that because the a and r part of the music industry is no doesn't exist anymore it was too expensive a and A&R was artist and repertoire that person's job was to go and find talent for the oh. record label, but they weren't producing talent, so the record industry xed away with that position and now they expect kids to be ready oh. so we run artist development oh, and in my. artist development, we go over all that we go over your content, your writing style, your target target audience performing on stage. How to how to perform on stage, how to record in the studio, so that when someone does approach you, you'll know that you know how to make the right decision for yourself, and it won't be like, should I do this or should I not do this? That's what we wow. do. Wow! So, our so it's a lot of
0: business skills and life lessons that kids are learning, and not just them, music.
1: And we get them right at high school. If I'm lucky, I get them in eighth grade. Mm. Eighth grade to twenty-one.
0: Okay. And you get most of these kids just through the neighborhood, word of mouth? Is it through kids going to green and then getting a little older and knowing that you offer this class? Yeah. Well, we
1: that? also have Roosevelt and Washburn and Cristo Ray as our high schools that are in our core area. Oh, okay. So well. a lot of the times the kids have already been involved in UV programming before and they go back to their school. And you're right. Word of mouth is what does it. Word of mouth gets kids to come in. And then someone tells another kid, and now we have different schools from all over the place coming. And then before you know it, you have a full class, okay. and it's a like a melting pot—different nationalities, different cultures, different genders. At one point, it was like a male-dominated kind of class, and then with one girl, and now it's like a female-dominated class with like just two <laughs> boys in it. Oh, really? So it, it shifts, okay. but that's that's music for you. Uh-huh. Right
0: yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The open mic nights. Tell me about those.
1: Every last Friday of the month, we open up the hub to anyone that has any talent. And what's the hub? This is the hub that you're in right now. The hub is our our creative space. That's our most teen or our most most youth friendly space that we have at UV. Okay. Mainly because you got we got the the little pool table area over there on the side, you got the stage over here, you got the studio here, so it entices the youth more than any other place that we have at sure. UV. So we open up the hub stage from 6 to 8 every last Friday of the month, and all ages, all genres, all talents, all levels are welcome.
0: So it's not just through high school, you have adults yep. show up for Open Might yep. night last, to perform?
1: Oh, Last month we had a guy come in That was clearly a homeless guy, but he had a guitar. Okay. You know? So he brought all of his stuff with him. Uh He had his little buggy, came and parked it over there. And then he waited his turn. Uh Uh-huh. And he got on stage, and he starts playing the blues. Mm -hmm. And it's like soulful.
0: Really? And then it
1: reminds you of... Why it's important to provide a platform Mm, just so artists can come and express themselves Uh, for no other purpose. Like, I'm not trying to make money off of you guys or anything like that. This is just so you can get whatever's inside of you out. Uh So it's not just ping ponging around in there waiting for a place to go out. Like, no, you can come and let out your frustrations, any of your motivational things you want to say. Some kids do poetry, but it really has blossomed into like this safe space for people to come and perform anything they want to perform.
0: Mm. It's pretty cool. actually. Very cool. We always have an improv segment mm-hmm. of the podcast, which is a try this at home, a hack and experiment that listeners can do to enhance lives with music. Mm-hmm. Do you have a recommendation for us?
1: My recommendation would be in the open mic realm. Um, when I first got to Minnesota, before I even got the job, I was a performer and I like doing open mic nights. So I did what I'm going to tell you to do. Go on to Google, type in the words open mic near me and let Google do its work. You'll get it easily five or 10 different venues, different nights of the week, and then go out, go out. Even if you don't perform the first time, go out, test the water, see what they're doing out there. And before you know it, You'll find yourself on stage, enjoying yourself, regardless of whether you're that experienced or not. I recommend Open Mic for anyone that wants to try to get their word out. Awesome.
0: And if you happen to be in the Minneapolis area, you come can come see to us. this Open yes. Mic. Yes, <laughs> every last
1: Friday. Rain, sleep, shine, whatever it is. And we'll the
0: address there. for the location right here is what? Uh,
1: 3016 or 3016. 4th Avenue South. You can't miss it. It literally has graffiti on the outside of it that says The Hub. In case you're wondering like am I in the right place? Like yes. If you get to a building that has graffiti on the outside of it that says 3016 The Hub, you are at the right place. <laughs> yeah, Pull right. the door and come on in.
0: All right. Awesome. Very good. Well, how can listeners learn more about Urban Ventures mission and work?
1: The best place to go find anything about us is um, urbanadventures.org mm-hmm. and just have fun on the website. Um, see what all we have to offer. There's tons of stuff. Music just happens to be what I'm good at, but there's tons of stuff. There's athletics, there's a farm. There's coffee program. I mean, There's a ton of stuff that we're doing here at UV. So mm-hmm. urbanventures.org is where you want
0: to go. Yeah, you're right. I guess we should talk about the fact that Urban Ventures does much more than music. Mm-hmm. I'm especially interested in music just because that's what I do. But uh, Urban Ventures also has literacy programs for kids during the school year, during the summer, big programs with that. Uh, they, they serve a lot of kids in the neighborhood and partner with the schools, yep. like we mentioned already, with the music program, but also in the classrooms with... With literacy, academics, things like that. So Urban Adventures just has a lot of really amazing programs with how they serve the neighborhood here in Minneapolis. Uh, some other resources that listeners can go to if they're interested in more, there's a blog that Urban Ventures uh, publishes. You can subscribe to their blog, and I believe there's a link to that on the homepage. I'll for sure include that information in the show notes. Urban Ventures has a Facebook page. You can subscribe to their email newsletter and that will automatically send you updates on any new blogs that come out. If you're not in the Minneapolis area and want to be a part by distance of Urban Ventures, you can join the coffee club. <laughs> the coffee club is pretty amazing, actually. My I, I, Full disclosure here, I'm not a coffee drinker. <laughs> Me either. I can't see. <laughs> so do I.
1: I love some city kid. I can't lie.
0: I love my espresso powder and anything chocolate. So love that flavor, but I've just never developed a taste for coffee. My husband, however, is a avid coffee drinker and he just raves about this coffee. He, we he initially tried it as kind of, oh yeah, you know, we'd like to support them, we'll try their coffee. And now he it's won't good. he won't let me buy coffee at Costco anymore. <laughs> like, See? He to, in fact, I'm picking up some bags on my way out. He really likes the City City Kid City Java, Java, is that what it's called? Yep, City, Kid, City Kid, Kid Java and then the Guatemalan blend, but there's several other blends as well. You can either buy it by the bag on the website, you can have it shipped to you, you can have it shipped to someone else as a gift. So that's one way that you can contribute to Urban Ventures and enjoy some wonderful coffee at the same time. 75% of the cost of the coffee club is tax deductible, and all of the net proceeds go toward the mission of urban ventures and preventing urban poverty and serving children and families each episode ends with a coda and i asked my guests to contribute the episode's coda you i understand have a really exciting song with a story that goes along with it of a fifth grader at the time fifth grader who performed and composed the lyrics of the song can you tell us about it
1: Yes, Um, so the song that we chose is called Millionaire, and the concept of it was recorded by a Green Central student, she was in fifth grade, this got recorded in the the last school year, and the concept of it was, if I had a million dollars, like, what would you do? Like, I asked her, what would you do with a million dollars, and it didn't take very long. And she had a, a, choi-
0: a few choice of what topics she wanted to write the song on, yep. right? What were the choices? The that you choices. Gave
1: her? So the choices were: "When I Grow Up," "Good Friends," uh, "Just a Regular Story," "If I Were President," um, which we did a little while back, and "If I Had a Million Dollars." And that's the one she chose. Okay. The most impressive thing to me is that at f- in fifth grade. While we as grown-ups would know what we would do with a million dollars, we probably have a list of things we'd buy. And she does have some things that she would buy, but she says specifically that as a person, she wouldn't change at all. So, mm. like, if I had a million dollars, I'd stay the same, is the thing that she repeats throughout the song.
0: Huh? That's pretty insightful and profound for a fifth grader. Yeah,
1: they, they surprise me on a regular basis. Like, you think that you're teaching them, and they end up teaching you when you're worried about this next generation like I don't know if they got it and under control they <laughs> let you know like we got it like we we, we, we got it, we got it.
2: When you get there, the internet blows up You get a few things, a couple hundred thousand Now it's time to get a new house If I had a million dollars, I'd stay the same There's nothing you can say, my gods would block your way I'm not going to say if I had nothing to say The only different thing, i will be shopping every day If I had a million dollars, I'd stay the same There's nothing you can say, my gods would block your way I'm not trying to save, I had nothing to say The only different thing, I'll be shopping every day but money is quite a lot, people fight for it down the block Or it could be a generation, that's my only explanation I'm at my destination, I have hesitation But I save for the occasion This wish is so bad, it even had me shaking Don't drink Coca-Cola, the reason why is it's not a caffeine-free soda It's good to eat healthy before you grow up And then I'll show up, saying. If I had a million dollars I'd stay the same There's nothing you could say, my gods would block you away I'm not trying to say if I had nothing to say The only different thing I'd be shopping everyday If I had a million dollars I'd stay the same There's nothing you could say, my gods would block you away I'm not trying to say if I had nothing to say The only different thing I'd be shopping everyday no time for fake friends they were never ever there in the past tense it's just common sense now they're trying to run your way trying to steal your fame that's pretty lame very ashamed always stay the same you never know who to blame we never meant what you say you went out to spend what you got paid always have good matters never take stuff for granted if I had a million dollars I'd stay the same. There's nothing you can say, my guts would block your way. I'm not tryna to say if I had nothing to say. The only different thing, I'll be shopping every day. If I had a really dollars, I'd stay the same. There's nothing you can say, my guts would block your way. I'm not tryna to say if I had nothing to say. The only different thing, I'll be shopping every day.
0: Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. To automatically receive the next episode and help others find the show, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever podcast app you use. Please tell a friend about us and tell us your suggestions for topics and guests at mpetersonmusic.com podcast. That page is also where you'll find show notes and where you can tell me how music enhances your life. I'd love to hear from you. Until next week, may your life be enhanced with music.